Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mr. President, starring Metro Goldwyn Mayor's Edward Arnold. Mr. President, at home in the White House, the elected leader of our people, our fellow citizen and neighbor. These are little-known stories of the men who've lived in the White House. Dramatic, exciting events in their lives that you and I so rarely hear. Through human stories of Mr. President. Today's Mr. President drama will begin in just a moment. The old saying, history repeats itself, was never more true than it is today in this presidential year of 1948. So many things happening making headlines today have their counterparts in previous American history. For instance, what presidential campaign before the Civil War saw a third party swing the election? What president forced a certain state to abandon its laws of segregation of races before World War I? What president fought valiantly for worldwide cooperation among all nations, only to be defeated by a small group of determined senators? These are but three of the fascinating human interest stories that are the stories based on history of our Mr. President show. They're always presented in a manner calculated to build faith in American traditions. Now, listen to this Mr. President story and see if you can name the president whom it's about. Now, in just a moment, Edward Arnold. <laughs> Edward Arnold as Mr. President. Let's visit him in the White House. It is Sunday, and the old mansion is resting quietly after a busy week. We walk through the great doors under the presidential seal, across the foyer and down the long hall to the president's study. Oh, hello. Come in. Sit down, won't you? You know, there are many people who believe that one must experience great sorrow before one can have great happiness. And some of the experiences I had are very strong evidence that a great deal of truth lies back to this belief. Later on, of course, I'll tell you which president this happened to. But meanwhile, you may be able to guess. I must confess that during my third winter in the White House, I had troubles aplenty. 
The newspapers had nicknamed me the veto president, and they weren't far from wrong. On the personal side, there was great sorrow. It was almost two years before I resumed a normal social life. Part of that was a reception at the White House one day. The guests filled the East Room and the Blue Room to overflowing, and I received them in the Green Room between the other two. Mr. President, it's wonderful to see you in good spirits. Oh, thank you, Senator. Glad you and Mrs. Benton were able to come. <laughs> well, you know how women are at the height of the social season. But this is one time, Mr. President, when you couldn't have kept me away. Not with a team of horses. No, sir. Uh, you flatter my hospitality, Senator. I do not, sir. If I may be permitted to contradict the chief executive. <laughs> You're not the first member of the Senate to do that, sir. <laughs> I dare say not. Over here now. I'm forgetting myself. May I present some friends of mine from New York who have recently taken up residence here in Washington? Of course, Senator. And, sir, Mrs. David Gardner. Gardner. How do you do? Miss Julia Gardner. How do you do, Mr. President? How do you do? And the husband and father of these charming ladies, David Gardner. Well, nice to see you, Mr. Gardner. Honor, sir. Oh, I, I seem to remember. Uh, you have been in the service of our home state. Yes, sir. Are you enjoying Washington? I am, I know. And Mrs. Gardner? Oh, most exciting city, Mr. President. Although I'm not sure whether it's the place or the people which make it so. Well, there have been times when I have felt it would be a wonderful place without people. <laughs> Your directness is refreshing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And you, Miss Gardner? I'm afraid the elder generation has stolen all my thunder. Oh, I'm not so sure of that. New Yorkers inevitably have comparisons to make. <laughs> Haven't we, though? <laughs> In that case, Mr. President, uh, Julia. I might say that Washington has all the atmosphere of a capital, while New York has all the atmosphere of a big city. I agree with you. And let me say that the next time I need a diplomat in our State Department, I shall undoubtedly send for you. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, Julia, dear, we're holding up the reception line. I'm sure we've taken up too much of the President's time as it is. Oh, not at all, Mrs. Gardner. Oh, we mustn't keep you from the rest of your guests, sir. <laughs> if you insist, Mrs. Gardner, I trust we shall see more of you while you're in Washington. We will be honored, Mr. President. Likewise, sir. And please make yourselves at home, and when the music starts... I shall be honored if Miss Gardner will allow me to be a partner in a waltz or two. Thank you. Have a good time at the reception last night, Miss Sarah? Oh, yes, sir. And if I may, wasn't it good to see the president enjoying himself so much? Miss Sarah, I was completely taken back. I haven't seen him behave like that in a long time. He didn't seem to have a worry in the world. Yes, I know. Acted as if his mind were on something miles away. Uh, maybe it's not for me to say, Senator, but... Uh, well, speak I... up, Miss Sarah. Have an idea? Well, sir, I was thinking... What? The first lady passed away almost two years Stop ago. Stop making riddles. There's no riddles, Senator. This house has been lonely for him since then. He's tried to immerse himself entirely in work. What's all this to do with last night's reception? Oh, I think it may be quite simple. A lonely man, the rather sudden entrance of a lovely young woman who appears quite as intelligent as she is lovely. Uh, to a woman's eye, Senator, it's very simple. Almost as simple as one plus one makes two. To 
be frank, Mr. President, I cannot see why you went quite so far as to break with the party which elected you. Well, that's a long story, Mr. Garden. I'm afraid I'd bore you if I went into that now. The political conversation is always heard in the drawing rooms in Washington, isn't it? And it belongs in the offices, madam. No exceptions, Mr. President? <laughs> oh, possibly to the dinner table after the ladies have withdrawn. And I'm given to understand that in some cases, husbands have been influenced by their wives. Yes. Some cases? Julia. Uh, see here, I thought all this began with our guests not wanting to talk politics at a family dinner like this. Oh, on the contrary, Father. It began when you started the subject. Oh, she has you there, Godmother. <laughs> I admit to see. And frankly, let me offer the President a word of advice. Never argue with a woman. Gardner, you're absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm really sorry. It's almost time for me to be on my way. Oh, so soon. Well, I've stolen this very pleasant evening, Mrs. Gardner, stolen it from my desk. But uh, I would like to say that an evening with such a family as the Gardner family has been a tonic to me. You're most welcome any time. May I be our guest to the door, personally? Well, I would be honored. Uh, And once again... Uh, good evening. Good evening, sir. We trust you'll come again soon. Thank you, I will. Uh, is it uh, this way? Yes, that's right. Miss mm-hmm. uh, Gardner, I, uh, well, I, <laughs> I feel almost tongue-tied, strangely enough. Why, Mr. President? Well, there are so many things I'd like to say. Most of them, I'm afraid, are rather juvenile. And the President must never act like a little boy? No, 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 of course not. And there's no grown-up way of saying these things? None that I know of. Well, then perhaps they might better be left unsaid. But I need words, Miss Gardner, not the words of the White House or Capitol Hill. Are they difficult to find? Very difficult for me. Well, then why not wait until they come easily? That may be too late. I'm really (laughs) circling my subjects, you know. And Miss Sarah will be very angry, won't she? I'm afraid she will be, yes. But, you know, I don't believe I care right now. And I'm sure you should care. We can't have the affairs of the nation upset because the president lacks sleep. Now, can we? Uh, No, no, we can't. Uh, Another time, Miss Gardner, perhaps? Perhaps. Then thank you again for a delightful evening. And good night. Mr. President, Captain Stockton of the USS Prince. Well, Captain, it's a pleasure to renew your acquaintance. Thank you, sir. What can I do for you, sir? Well, I'm calling, sir, with an invitation. My ship has just completed a shakedown cruise, and my officers and men would be honored to welcome you aboard, sir. You know, I haven't seen your ship since you left the blueprint stage, Captain. I understand she's quite a vessel. The most powerful warship in the Navy, sir. Great advance in naval design. I've heard the main battery out... Ranges anything afloat. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.